0: We're demanding an end to the shadow banning, a stop to the silencing and a stop to the blacklisting, banishing and canceling that you know so well. Our case will prove this censorship is unlawful. So I think if this case is argued in the right way, it has the potential to go all the way to the Supreme Court and potentially be one of the defining cases of our time.
1: I'll go a step further. I'd say the future of humanity itself depends on the outcome of Trump's lawsuit against the tech titans. And if he wins and we are able to share our ideas, our reporting, the other side freely in a marketplace of ideas, it could usher in the freest, most prosperous era of human history, at least since the years after the revolution. This is what the left is terrified of. People ask me all the time, what do we do about this? How do we fight that issue? We have a profoundly corrupt political class at the top of this country and in the world that in concert with China and American tech companies is daily pulling an iron curtain over the world. It is not one the world will escape from for thousands of years. If ever, at the same time, this profoundly corrupt political class becomes more thuggish every day, openly spying upon reporters, terrorizing them, intimidating them, corrupting our justice system. You can see the world that's coming and it is a hell. But there is one thing that could turn that on its face that could take us not just back to where we were, but to a better place than we've ever been before. And that's a free marketplace of ideas. For most of the Trump presidency until the end, Trump was not censored by big tech. His movement grew by 10 million. This terrifies them, probably more given the votes they shifted to Biden through fraud. Trump was able to win for one reason and only one reason, because in the year it just so happened, heading into his presidency for the first time ever in my lifetime, our side of the aisle reached political parity media parody we for the first time had a marketplace of ideas and we were crushing it with ours for the first time websites like the gateway pundit and breitbart made the top 100 websites according to hits in the country not the top 100 news websites the top 100 websites beating out websites like walmart.com and bank of america.com and home depot.com in fact The only existing media news sites to beat Breitbart, Washington Examiner, and the Gateway Pundit were NewYorkTimes.com and MSN.com. And that was only by a little. We crushed the rest, wiped out CNN, wiped out the Alphabet Soup broadcasters. For the first time, we were competing in a free marketplace of ideas. You saw the outcome Trump won. They cannot win. Against a free and fair debate. They can't, and they know it. In the years since then, thanks to censorship, the Gateway pundit and Breitbart have seen over 90% declines in their traffic. This is because 80% of Americans primarily get their news from social media. If Trump could win and end the embargo on the truth, it would change everything. I am convinced that given all the information, the American people will make the right decisions. Ending the American tech embargo on the truth wouldn't just free America, it would free the world. It's our tech, our social media, and our search engines the world uses. Right now, that means our primary export is authoritarianism, censorship. An iron curtain like freak show of a world that is Orwellian in which scientists who are not even the slightest bit political find themselves completely silenced because they tried to save lives by telling folks hydroxychloroquine worked. This is the sick setup we live in, but it doesn't have to be. It could end any moment during most of the Trump presidency. We began to be censored. In fact, in the month after, the Trump, after Trump won in 2016, I predicted they'd take all of his social media accounts. I thought they'd do it before the election, and essentially they did, censoring him so heavily on every important issue, he couldn't get his message out. They'd actually take his account after the election. But all I needed to know were the numbers, the hits numbers, to know they'd have to silence him. They had no choice. Even with so many of us who carried his message silenced, his support level grew by a shocking 10 million votes in just four years. It reverberated around the world as far away as the UK. They heard his message and cast off the EU, making themselves freer than they had been in so long. The tilt toward freedom, self-determination and abhorrence. Toward the grotesque corruption that now comes out of the American government is the natural human way of things. It's the way it will go, like water running downhill, if things are open and fair. The left knows that. Trust me, folks, everything will fix itself when real information is available again. Every major hoax of the most recent era, including... (laughs) Hunter's laptops, Russian disinformation was only pulled off because of censorship by big tech and our search engines Upend that we could be freer than we were before, because until the months before the 2016 election, we've never had a fair media environment. It was always dominated by the left. And now we have through technology, the ability to have a truly fair playing ground. At playing ground where, with old technology, that'd be newspapers, the editor was the gatekeeper. Now there is no gatekeeper if Trump can win. And isn't it pathetic, folks, that Trump has to do everything? Now he's got to do this lawsuit? Isn't it pathetic that our side is never sued? Not once have we ever sued for our freedom. We just sat by as more and more and more of us were censored, wiped out and canceled for less and less and less. How grotesquely and profoundly corrupt is this country? The FBI is supposed to patrol our political class to make sure they're not criminal. Instead, they enable them. When former FBI director Louis Free, who has a net worth of just $1.5 million, wanted to make some money after he left office, what did he do? He wrote a $100,000 check to a trust for two of Joe Biden's grandchildren, again, his total net worth is only $1.5 million. He said he was giving the money at the time to, quote, pursue some very good and profitable manner matters, unquote. Even FBI directors know when you want to profit from near criminality, bribery, you go straight to the Bidens. You write him a check and you get in the game. This is why Hunter Biden said he was untouchable. What is the soul of a man for whom there is no consequence? Because for him... There isn't, but there could be if we had real media parity, if we had an open marketplace of ideas not controlled by a handful of tech titans, if the American people could understand uncensored how truly and profoundly corrupt their government is, and if they could understand it before it's too late. You have to understand, folks, in a fair media environment, Joe Biden. Wouldn't be president. The news of what's on Hunter's laptop, including the child pornography, would have gone widespread before the election. The effects would have been unstoppable. None of this that we're watching right now would have or could have happened without the censorship that really picked up steam in the last three to four years. Winning this lawsuit is everything. Not just for us as Americans, but for the world. Because if we lose... Thug-like political persecution will become the norm. We're already well on our way there. As this incredible story about Tucker Carlson exemplifies. First, he finds out the NSA is illegally reading his texts and emails without a warrant. Then, this week, he learned that the deep state had already distributed those emails to the media. There's two felonies there, folks. The improper reading of the emails the unmasking, and the second, the leaking of classified data. Whoever did it should go to prison for decades. Instead, there's just a shrug. We can change that if the American people could understand how thuggish their deep state is. If we could publish real news about them, unrestricted, on the only platforms that matter. The big ones.
2: Then, yesterday, I learned that the NSA leaked the contents of my email to journalists in an effort to discredit me. I know because I got a call from one of them saying, oh, this is what your email was about. So it is not in any way a figment of my imagination. It's confirmed, it's true. They're not allowed to spy on American citizens, they are. I think more ominously, they're using the information they gather to put leverage and to threaten opposition journalists, people who criticize the Biden administration. It's happening to me right now. And I think it's shocking and I don't think we should put up with it in a free country.
1: It's worse than shocking. This is the stuff of banana republics and third world countries.
2: And then again, yesterday, I got a call right before air like 715 from a journalist I know and like not many left, uh, but I do like this person. And he repeated back to me what's in my email, and he got it uh, because the NSA had leaked it. So yes, it's entirely real.
1: But it's so much bigger than that. After all this happened, after we shockingly had the admission from Merrick Garland, the head of the DOJ, that, yeah, they've been spying on journalists for a while, but they'll, like, totally stop. That was last week. <laughs> that was our attorney general flat out admitting his agency breaks the law, but they'll totally stop it all. After all of that, Tucker Carlson explains why there has barely been a peep about the NSA spying on him and trying to intimidate him. Because the very politicians who are supposed to raid in the NSA, the FBI... And others are themselves terrified because they, too, are living under the same kind of intimidation. Why? Because these agencies have effectively gone rogue. They're like small countries tethered only to Congress through funding. So powerful through illegal blackmail, bribery and surveillance that our intel agencies do that they have moved beyond the grasp or the oversight ability of Congress again. The only way to rein them in is with a free and open media environment so that the American people can come to understand what they're living under before it's too late. And here is what they're living under. The politicizing of all of these government agencies is out of control from the NSA to the Department of Defense to the IRS. Now, do you think that the NSA is doing this on their own or is it being directed by the Biden administration?
2: Well, they are part of the Biden administration, though they seem to operate independently of any political (laughs) control. I mean, again, there's supposed to be oversight of this by the Congress, by the Intel Committee, and there's not. I spoke to a member of the Intel Committee three years ago who told me to my face that he was being spied upon by the NSA and CIA. This is not a crazy, but it's not a homeless guy in the subway. This is a sitting member of the Intel Committee who said the people he was supposed to be overseeing we're spying on him and there's nothing he can do about it. That's a totally dysfunctional, out of control third world system. The last administration did not fix it to their, I'm sorry to say it, but they didn't. They, and they should be embarrassed of that, they should have. And this administration is benefiting from it. Somebody needs to step up and say, this, this is scary and we have to stop it now.
1: As it stands right now, half the country, the persecuted half is literally forbidden from having a political leader. Our leader has been depersoned and canceled on all these platforms and it won't be unique to him. Let a little win get beneath Ron DeSantis's sails. Let him start polling pretty good against the Democrat. They'll do the same to him. In fact, if we don't fix this by the midterms, our candidates aren't going to be allowed to have campaigns. Mark my words on that. I've already told you the story. Of the Republican Senatorial Committee. It's the PAC that raises money for Republican Senate races and runs a lot of the ads. The Democrats have a Democratic Senatorial Committee. Well, in that battle for control of the Senate that came down to those two Georgia Senate races, Facebook just unilaterally decided it wasn't going to take any ads from the Republican Senatorial Committee, but would let the Democrat Senatorial Committee run all the ads it wanted to. This wasn't about the content of the ads. They just decided to deny a campaign to half the candidates. And they did. That is an ungodly amount of power. And it's something that we can't even do in radio. According to federal regulation, if we take one ad, we must take them all. We can't say we don't like the Democrat ads. They lie. We're not running them. We have to take them all. Mark my words, folks. If Trump loses this case or it's not resolved by the midterms, Republicans won't be allowed to run ads. They will simply be wiped completely out of their own races because if no one can find you on the Internet, are you even in the race? It's like a tree that falls when no one's around. That's what's coming. And it will enable corruption of the kind we've never seen. Corruption of the kind where people disappear in the middle of the night from their homes and anyone who tries to talk about it finds themselves and their accounts canceled. That is the flip side. And Donald Trump puts it exactly right. He's the only one of our leaders who talks this way. He's saying it'll end in horrific bloodshed if he doesn't win this case. He's not exaggerating. That is literally what's at stake for our side.
0: From the very beginning of our nation, freedom of speech has always been understood as a bedrock of our liberty liberty and our strength. In America, we recognize that the freedom to speak our minds and express the truth that is our heart, really, that's really a big chunk of our heart, it is our heart, is not granted to us by government, it's given to us by God, and no one should have the power to take that right away. The founding fathers inscribed this right in the very first amendment to our constitution because they knew that free speech is essential to the prevention, and look, to the prevention of horror and to the preservation of our republic but remember the words the prevention of horror because we're very close to seeing that now in our country we've never been in a position like this and it's all happened very quickly in the words of the father of our country although some would like to take that title away from him george washington he will not be canceled if freedom of speech may be taken away Then, dumb and silent, we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Pretty well known phrase, and so true. Unfortunately, today, this fundamental American right and liberty is under incredible threat and attack by a lot of different sides. But we are the majority side by a lot. I believe we are the majority side by far more than anybody would understand.